Hello everyone, and welcome to Nightmare on Dream Street, the horror podcast where we take stories derived from my own night terrors and vivid nightmares and deliver them to all you thrill-seekers and horror fanatics out there. Be sure to support our show on Buzzsprout and Patreon, where supporters get exclusive access to content and sub-series. And be sure to check out our Facebook group. Now, without further ado, let's check under the bed, grab those covers, and take a stroll down Dream Street. In this week's episode of the show... I will actually be revealing the very first night terror that I ever experienced and that started my um, my life of having night terrors and dealing with uh, night terrors and chronic nightmare uh, issues. Um, and that is actually what I call – this one is called The Tapping. It is the first ever nightmare I ever experienced back when I was only eight years old. Uh, and I had this one specifically with just minor – uh, differences, but overall the same timeline or same journey, so to speak, uh, for an entire year when I was uh, back when I was eight, uh, several times a week, so much that my mother actually just had to be in the room with me every night for almost a whole year just so I could fall asleep uh, until then we started to go to doctors and sleep specialists, psychologists, things like that. Um, and in this uh, first night terror, um, a entity called that I call the Whisper Man actually uh, presented himself to me. And this is going to be the start of episode of the entire Whisper Man uh, sub-series of the show that this episode everybody will be able to enjoy. And uh, following episodes of the Whisper Man series – will be exclusive content for patrons. Uh, so feel free to uh, you know subscribe and support the show to check out the uh, upcoming episodes that will coincide and be released every week coming up with the following uh, public episodes for everybody to enjoy. So without further ado, let's get into it. I was seven years old without a single care or worry in the world. Summers filled with playing outside with my brothers, Nintendo, and Saturday morning cartoons. We all things that frighten us, whether it's spiders, snakes, clowns. For me, after this day, it was nothing tangible, but it was actually my dreams, falling asleep. Life was simple and bright before it started happening. But then one night, as I laid there in my bed, about to fall into deep sleep, something happened. Something different. I was headed not into the usual dreams of adventure and fun, dreaming of being a pirate, exploring the seas, or searching through tombs of ancient Egypt like Indiana Jones. No, there was something different. I felt a sudden panic, instilled with fear, panting, but I couldn't move. I couldn't snap out of it. Slowly as I delved deeper into sleep, what I thought was a normal dream, I sat up in my bed, my Ninja Turtle bedding and stuffed animal beginning to dream like normal. Not a thing was out of place or seemed different in my room. I got out of my bed and stood still for a moment, just looking around my entire room, feeling the chill of the hardwood floors on my bare feet. The sounds of the house at night, every little creak and crack, a slight breeze from my window opened a tiny bit. Suddenly I began to hear a faint tapping sound in the distance. However, it was difficult to make out what exactly it was. It seemed like a tapping of a fingerprint or fingertip 
on glass or a creaking of old wood floors with somebody's fingers, but all combined into one synchronized sound, like it was newly invented sounds just for me. The curiosity of a young boy instilled me to go look for it, so I quietly opened my bedroom door that had been made for me by my uncle. It took like a medieval door dungeon, even with just a cast iron knocker and a sliding little peephole, just my height, special for me. I open my door slowly and creep into the dining room where my room meets the rest of the house. The dining room was dark and quiet enough you could hear a pin hitting the hardwood floors. The door on my right leads upstairs to my brother's room is closed. Typical older sibling wanting privacy from everybody else. My parents' door diagonal from me across the dining room also closed. Everybody was sound asleep. The house was quiet. When suddenly I can hear the tapping again almost like a hypnotist's pendulum was swinging back and forth. It seemed to be coming from the kitchen down the hall. The light of the moon brightly gleaming through the small window over the kitchen sink visible from my bedroom doorway. I tiptoe towards the kitchen through the dining room. As I enter the kitchen, it stops, and all I can hear is the refrigerator compressor making a buzz as usual. I looked around the kitchen, into the bathroom, and the pantry, but there was nothing. The sound had silenced itself for some reason. However, my childhood curiosity peaked again, and I was determined to figure out what or who was making that noise that only I could hear. I grabbed the small step stool that my mother had gotten for me when I wanted to help her cook and set it down in front of the kitchen sink. I climbed up and looked out in the window into the backyard, hoping to see something in the bright moonlight that would help me explain the tapping sound. I stood as a, a lookout for several minutes, but saw nothing out in our yard. The apple trees and our cherry tree and pear trees and grapevines into the distance. A fog hovering through the midnight air getting ready for the morning dew on the acre of grass. The tapping starts again, but this time sounds even farther away, as if it was across the entire one acre to the edge of the yard on the property line by the woods. I tried to squint and see the edge of the property, but it was too dark and the fog was too thick. Right as my face got close to the cold glass of the window, my eyes squinted and my gaze longing. Bam! A pebble hits a glass, startling me so much that I fall backward off my stool onto the floor. My heart was racing, my breath was heavy. I stand back up and the glass is cracked right in the middle where my, my face had been. I was nervous and filled with uncertainty, not knowing which I should do. I walked into the mudroom where our washer and dryer sat right next to the cellar door, a door I never would go down ever again in my life. And then to the left there was the door to the backyard. A single beam of moonlight shined through the small peephole. I went up to it and noticed it was unlocked. Strange. Mother always locks the door at night. I open the door slowly with caution as I peek out my head outside. Gripping the door handle with my sweaty little hand, mentally telling myself to be brave, as I open the door fully and stare outside through the old screen door, I hear it again, still so faint as if it was miles and miles away. I walk out into the back porch, the cold concrete on my feet. The air is thick like trying to breathe in smoke. As I begin to walk, onto the cold, damp grass further and further away from the house, the tapping continues. It started to become louder and louder, and it 
had a faster and faster pace, as if the sound was growing closer and closer to me, or I it. I started walking faster towards the edge of the yard by the woods where it seemed to be coming from. I reached the tree line and stood still to listen for the sound. It had slowed down but sounded and felt to still be getting closer and closer to me. My heart began to pound, feeling like it was going to come right out of my chest. I felt a chill behind me, like an ice cube on my neck. I turned around abruptly, hoping to spot the culprit or the cause of everything, but nothing was there. I turned back around to the trees, searching desperately for the source of the tapping, when a distortion in the forest air just a few yards inward began to animate something. It took a few seconds before I could make it out what it was, but then I could see it clear as day, a gleaming in a single beam of moonlight over it. It was a mirror. A tall, skinny-styled mirror that you would have in your closet or your dressing room. I was baffled by it. It just appeared right out of nowhere. However, at first, I didn't see anything in the mirror, not even my own reflection, like you normally would. Then I felt the chill on my neck again, only this time I reached to feel my neck. Little did I know that when I felt it, it was freezing cold, but then I looked at my hand and there was blood all over it. I look up, and in the mirror, I now saw my own reflection, struggling to breathe. I waved, and the reflection waved in symmetry as it should. Still baffled by the oddity as to where it came from or how it got there to be floating in the air in the woods, and the blood on my hand that came from nowhere, I was not cut. I waved with the other hand, but this time, my reflection just stood there. No movement, no waves. I gasped but no noise came from my voice, as if my voice was taken from me. I try to feel my throat and cough in a panic. I look at the mirror and the reflection still only standing there, staring back at me with no movement. Then I notice that the reflection's eyes begin to look different. They are beginning to change color into a bright red, bright as brake lights, glittering and shining so much that they were almost blinding. I try desperately to scream, but still nothing. The panic starts to set in, and I was voiceless. Something had silenced me. The reflection began to raise its hand slowly and pointed at me without blinking and its eyes piercing into my soul. I was frozen right where I stood, filled to the brim with fear. The reflection continued to point, then raised its hand up to its mouth in a shushing gesture. It began to smile, revealing a large, oversized smile with hundreds of sharp teeth simultaneously no longer taking form of me but revealing its true identity i was frozen where i stood upon a tall black silhouette of a man with no hair or clothes and extremely long fingers a body all black like he was painted with coal those glowing red eyes and that smile once the transformation had finished and its finger reached his smile then the tapping sound turned into something different it was a voice, when the only thing that came out of it was a long, spine-chilling sound. As he stopped gesturing to me, suddenly I could move. I turned and sprinted towards the house, running with all my might as fast as I could. When the house was in sight again, due to the fog, I was shown a glimmer of hope for help. I saw all of the house's lights inside were on, radiating with light. I look back towards the tree line where he stood still, those shining red eyes, and then the tapping sound started up again. 
harder and louder than before. Then his arm began to grow out of the mirror, stretching towards me with haste as it came after me. I knew I had to get back inside into the into my own bed to wake myself up. I ran up to the house the rest of the way. When I got up to the back porch, white light began to shine blindly from every single window in the entire house. I opened the screen door, nearly breaking it in a fearful panic. The wood door is now locked, so I pound and pound on the door, trying desperately to scream for my family to let me in. Help me, Mama. Help me. I mouthed it, trying to scream. Still no voice. Relentlessly, I pounded on the door. Just when his arm had stretched all the length of the entire acre and was inches away from me, the door finally budged. I frantically stepped through the door, getting inside. I raced through the mudroom, then the kitchen, and through the dining room to my bedroom door. Right when I grabbed my bedroom door handle that had been closed suddenly, bang, the tapping is coming from inside the house now. Oh no, he's inside. As the third loud tap is done, I suddenly begin to fall, like a trapdoor was triggered beneath me. The floor caved in like it had turned to cloth. Not seeing or knowing, then I awoke from the nightmare, sweating and panting, screaming for my mother at the top of my lungs. My parents bolted into my bedroom, frantically asking me what was wrong, if I was okay. My blanket pulled to my chin, thinking it will protect me from the monsters under my bed. I felt a hand reach out to me from someone sitting at the edge of my bed and slowly tear the covers away from my face. It was my mother whispering to me, Shh, it's all right. You're safe now. If you enjoyed this episode and story by yours truly and us here at Nightmare and Dream Street, be sure to follow us on Facebook and support our show on Buzzsprout and Patreon. We also accept submissions of our fans' stories and supporters get access to exclusive content and the opportunity to chat with me one-on-one and access to our Nightmare members' Discord. Keep dreaming, and we'll see you on next week's episode.